you know, one thing that's always a challenge in business and, you know, anybody who's running their own company and building a business will tell you is um, it's really tough not to take things personally. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's something even today that I, you know, that I struggle with, <laughs> you know, Me too. Me some, too. you lose a deal or a client says something that's, you know, totally out of line and you kind of get offended because, you know, it's, it's your business and, you know, and you're, you're, you are personally invested into it. Um, but you do, you have to kind of, you know, take a breath, take a step back and go, okay, you know, we're doing the right things here. So let's just continue on and, you know, kind of, kind of get the job done and not everybody's going to be on board not everybody's going to get it, but yeah, that's part of it. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey leaders, what's happening? So super excited to have Dave Hanley on today. Uh, Dave Hanley is a serial entrepreneur, uh, involved uh, a couple businesses. He launched in the insurance space, uh, Post Student Works, and he also has just launched a business um, um, uh, in the podcast space, uh, serving, serving podcasters and advertisers, putting those people together. And uh, he is, Tremendously connected with old alumni and shares a, a number of stories uh, about how he's using his um, the fundamentals he gained at Student Works uh, to create an incredibly successful career uh, that is uh, that is continuing and thriving. I know you're going to love the show, David. Uh, David Hanley, welcome to our podcast, and I thanks so much for spending some time this morning with us and uh, and and to share and. Uh, about your experiences with the Student Works program, I know you did it a number of years ago, uh, and uh, and so so when you when you think back uh, to that time, uh, you know at Wilfrid Laurier, um, I, 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 as I recall, you were in the business program. What 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 were you thinking? Like making the decision to become an entrepreneur? What you know? What what, what were you thinking? Yeah, it was actually um, it was interesting because when I came into university, I had this strange notion that I was going to go into accounting um, and then I met a couple of uh, met a couple of, of guys um, through a pro through actually an entrepreneurship program um, that was kind of a you know a student club and they were doing some small ventures um, and essentially became friends with those guys and it, it really shifted my mindset um, in terms of you know I think um, one of the one of the ex-student works guys uh, Jeremy O'Krafka once told me you know, it was uh, this group's motto was "Join us now or work for us later." <laughs> um, you know, it was one of those things that kind of really, you know, kind of really, you know, um, caught on with me. And I thought, well, that there's something. There's got to be something to that. Um, so started kind of hanging out with this this group, and you know, came upon the student works opportunity. And it was definitely something where you know I had done I think one co-op term at you know a large company. And it very quickly became evident that nah, I don't think this is quite for me, you know, working, you know, working in a, in a big company. Yeah. Um, and, and I think student works was a kind of my first foray into doing, you know, something for myself. Right. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a great summer and uh, fond memories all around. <laughs> yeah, no, and I know before our podcast got started, we were just chatting. I, I know you really are very connected with a, with a whole group of our, our past alumni. Maybe you could reflect on that for us, David. 
Yeah, I would say one of the, the big things that I took out, out of the program was not only, you know, connections in terms of, you know, potential partnerships and professional relationships, but, you know, some of the, uh, the people that I met in the program are still some of my best friends, you know, even to today. You know, Chris and I were just chatting before the, the podcast here about, um, you know, I'm meeting up with a, a few of the fellows in a couple of weeks and we're doing our annual little get together. And um, it's, you know, one of those things that's, you know, one of the biggest things I took from the program is really great friends. Um, and it, I think it comes from, um, you know, a lot of like-minded people in the, in the program. So people that are really ambitious, um, you know, and, uh, you know, just hanging out together, talking about, you know, different challenges that we're having when we're actually, you know, running our student works uh, businesses and, um, you know, even just from the social aspects as well. Well, that's great. And, and so, so, you know, post, post student works, um, as I understand it, you got into sort of the, the, the insurance space, you know, maybe you could just describe, you know, what, what, what that was like. I, I know you eventually launched two businesses in the insurance space and uh, maybe you can, you can share with us, uh, you know, what you did there, David. Sure. Yeah. It's actually, um, coincidentally, um, it was in a, in a roundabout way where, you know, one of my friends that I met through this entrepreneurship group, um, that was a student works, uh, you know, uh, person <laughs> as well. Um, I met somebody else uh, and essentially I got connected with somebody, um, a fellow named Terry who was starting a software company. And this was, you know, when I was in, you know, third year, um, at, at Wilfrid Laurier, Started actually just kind of, you know, working on him with some different projects. Um, actually did a, a, a co-op term, um, you know, with him as he was kind of starting up this business. Uh, and eventually when I graduated, I actually, you know, kind of became his, um, you know, his partner, right-hand man type of thing. And we grew that business from, you know, when I, when I started with him, probably uh, half a dozen people. Uh, at the peak, we were probably up to about 120 employees. Um, you know, doing some significant, um, doing some significant business. Um, and that was in kind of enterprise software, uh, for insurance companies. Essentially was that business. Um, subsequent to that, I actually spun out with, um, you know, a couple of the other people in that company. And we actually, um, kind of started a, a spin-off business. Um, that other company is actually still, you know, alive and well today. Um, and the spin-off business we started up was similar insurance company software, um, but it was a very niche area for uh, actually risk management, uh, something called loss control, which is essentially inspections that insurance companies do. Um, and, it, and we started that, you know, started that business and, and essentially grew that one again, you know, pretty su substantially. Um, we learned a lot of things from the first go around um, and, you know, applied that to the second business and, and grew that to a really, really nice business until, um, you know, maybe one of my, uh, personal flaws, I just got kind of bored with it, um, in, uh, in 2016, uh, and I actually exited that, that company at that time to kind of pursue something different. And at the time I didn't really know what it was going to be, but, um, it was, uh, you know, just a, a time in my life where I felt like it was time to do something, something different. Right. Right. Well, no, that's, well, that's, that's, uh, that's fun. I actually, I was just chatting, uh, with, with somebody you recruited into that firm, Ryan Nagy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and he was sort of sharing a little bit. Maybe you could share about Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as we were growing, um, you know, that that second business there, one of the things I was always, I'm literally always on the lookout for is, is really good people. Um, 
and it was a case where I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I think Chris, I might have connected with you and said, "Hey, we're looking for yeah, you know, remember that. people that of this profile, um, you know, real go getters." Because when you're when you have a company that's you know going through that growth phase of say, I think we were around maybe 15 people, and, and kind of I, I always feel like that's another level, taking it from like a 15 to a 30 person business. Um, you need people who are a little bit of a jack of all trades, have that you know, kind of really go-getter mentality, um, almost like a, you know, an entrepreneur that if you say, hey, we need you over here to do this, they can, you know, figure it out and get it done. And then you switch gears, you know, two weeks later and they can get right. that. Done. <laughs> um, and Ryan, you know, seemed to fit the bill and, and he came in and he was fantastic and he's still with that business today and he's worked his way up, you know, really quickly. Um, he's basically, a, you know, kind of a manager now of uh, one of the teams, so. Yeah, no, that's what he was. That's what he was telling me. Yeah, I know he he spoke really highly of the experience, experience with you, etc. So, so that's yeah. uh, that's awesome. And now you've jumped completely out of the insurance space into the podcast <laughs> industry. I was so I, I was like, oh wow, we're launching a podcast. Yeah. We got to talk to David. Exactly. So, so basically, when I had um, kind of exited that company in in late 2016, um, I decided I was going to kind of try to take some time off. Um, so my my wife and I traveled down to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, which is just a place we've always always really enjoyed. Um, and we kind of spent a couple months, you know, you know, just hanging out. She, she was she was doing more of the hangout. I was sitting there spinning my gears trying to figure out what I was going to do next. Um, and, uh, you know, essentially during that time, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. And it was just one of those things where I was listening to podcasts to just hear different ideas, hear from different people what they were doing, um, kind of like personal development type of stuff. And I started to really, you know, hear, you know, hey, there's advertisements going on in here. And I started to explore, you know, that whole concept and the concept of, you know, somebody putting together a podcast, um, kind of building a business out of it, having an audience and essentially monetizing that became kind of really attractive to me. Um, and, you know, several months uh, later, I started thinking about this idea of, you know, kind of a marketplace where, you know, takes the podcast, links them up with advertisers, and um, you're kind of doing the, you know, connecting of the dots there. Um, and I did some research, found out there was somebody that had already, you know, kind of started this this concept, um, mm -hmm. linked up with a fellow named Trevor, who's now my business partner, phenomenal guy. Um, and we've basically taken, you know, what he had just started at the time and grown it into, you know, a pretty substantial business over the last about, you know, year and a half. And um, now we've got a team of about seven people uh, kind of scattered all over the country here. And, um, you know, it's it's a lot of fun, you know, a lot different from the business that I had run previously or the businesses that I had, you know, worked in previously and, uh, you know, something different every day, which I, I absolutely love. Yeah. So so what skill sets were transferable from those first two businesses to this? Because it seems like a total, total jump over the fence type of activity. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, what really, you know, when, when Trevor had started this business, the, the big missing link here was um, essentially sales. Okay. Um, and that's something that when I look back to, again, starting university going, hey, I'm going to become an accountant for whatever reason, um, <laughs> sales had not even been on my radar. Right. But through the entrepreneurship group, you know, through student works and actually getting out and, you know, literally banging on doors and, you know, the winter to try to generate some business for the, yeah. you know, the coming, the coming summer, you know, that's when for me, um, it became, 
you know, very evident that sales is really, really important yeah. um, in any business. And that's essentially what, you know, really, I think, um, brought me a lot of success in my last two businesses was really having that sales focus. Um, because you can have the best product in the world. Um, if you don't know how to sell it, then, you know, you're not going to get out to the market. And you're not going to be successful. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's something that, you know, I've, you know, I've essentially, you know, I've, I've spent my career kind of building businesses, but it's really been sales focused. You know, yeah. that's kind of what I do you know, every day, you know, beyond all the other administrative stuff and, you know, whatnot that you need to run a company. Sales is, is really the key thing. And, and that's one of those things that definitely I honed, you know, during student, during my student works days. Yeah. Um, and I think just a lot of the other pieces where, um, you know, and when you think to when we were talking about Ryan and the skills that he brought to my last business, and I started to think about some of the things that I took from Student Works that helped me out early in my career. You know, it's that kind of adaptability. It's you know, you never kind of know what's going to happen next, and you're just you kind of have this instinct from you know running a business where when somebody puts you into a situation, you can kind of figure it out and 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 really use a lot of common sense to figure out how to get yourself out of it and, and have a good outcome. And that's what helped me with things like sales and project management. You know, one of the things that I, I always remember, and I actually use this, this, uh, this analogy even today, when I'm talking to somebody about, you know, sales and, you know, kind of managing expectations with your client, it's right back to like the first day of training, I think, when we were actually like, you know, we're out painting and, and figuring out, you know, how to actually paint. Um, it, was, it was never tell a client, this is going to look as good as new when you're done. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. it's not new. It's not going to look as good as new. Um, so never use that phrase. And it really, really stuck with me because it's all about managing expectations. And when you get to something like software or something of that nature and a client says, when is this going to be done? And obviously you want to help the, you want to make the client, you know, happy. You want to help them out any way you can, but you're not doing yourself any favors. If you go, you're going to have it, you know, 9am tomorrow. If you, yeah believe, you know, deep down inside that that's going to be a real stretch, you know, give yourself a little more time, manage yeah. the expectations. And then even if you have to give yourself a little bit more room and say, look, I'm going to have it to you instead of by 9 a.m. tomorrow, I'm going to have it by the end of the day. If you have it to them by noon, they're going to be super happy. Yes. You tell them nine o'clock and you have it by 10 after nine, you just blew through that, you know, that, uh, that promise and then they're not going to be happy. So that's something that even to this day, you know, I've always kind of, you know, thought back to. Well, it's, it really is interesting, David. So many of these things are just like basic or fundamental or critical. And then no matter what business we're doing, you know, again, you know, your, your business is right across the nation, uh, right, right, right across North America. And, and it's the same stuff that we're doing when we're going door to door in Waterloo. Right. <laughs> you know, it's the same, same sort of basic, uh, you know, uh, and one of our, one of our commandments is, is, is expectations management, setting great expectations. And, and again, it's just so critical to, uh, to be able to deliver a consistent result. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I always say, you know, and, and probably since I started, you know, in, in business, not even including the, you know, the people that I've hired through, you know, <laughs> through student works, I've hired, <laughs> You know, I've probably hired more than a hundred people. Right. Um, and when you, it's tough to tell when you're hiring somebody, you can get a good feeling for it. But when you yeah. put them, you know, on the job, in the room with a client, you can immediately tell if somebody has that instinct where, you know, they can kind of read the room, figure things out, you know, say the right thing, manage expectations. And I got to tell you, you know, that is not a skill that most people have. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the five or 10%. But anybody that I've, you know, worked with that actually has, you know, worked in student works um, or yeah, say run any of their, of, of any business on their own, you know, for example, they tend to, you know, have that. Um, and it's a skill that it's, it's really hard to teach unless you actually get out there and you know, run a business and get slapped in the face a couple of times and <laughs> knock down and dust yourself back up and you know, figure it out. Are you enjoying the episode so far? I'm sure you've heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I've always thought that saying was inaccurate. I believe more accurately, it's who you know who think highly of you and would be willing to refer you. I want to let you know, I put together an amazing package for you. The four referability habits advantage. These habits are so powerful that when followed, they completely change the game for people and allow them to operate on a whole other level. If you're interested in getting your hands on the four referability habits advantage, just jump over to www.leaderspodcast.ca slash habits and download it for free. These habits will help you gain the respect of everyone you deal with so that you can land those important referrals in your life and business. Once again, just go to www.leaderspodcast.ca and download the four referability habits advantage. Now back to our leaders of tomorrow podcast. Yeah. And, and, and also are hanging around like, you know, the smart people that we've had the opportunity to hang around with. Right. And for sure. get it right. Like, and I know for me, it's like I was doing, you know, I, I had weaknesses. They showed up and then mm -hmm. I'd ask people who were doing it. What are you doing there? I go, Oh, that's a way better yeah. response than I have. Right. So, so yeah. having that opportunity is so valuable. Exactly. And then, you know, it, it, it comes back down to, you know, that, that network, but you know, the nice thing about the, the student works program is every couple of weeks you get together, you know, you have a keg or whatever you're doing for the social and you're just chatting and you're going, man, you know, I got killed last week on this. And, and someone goes, Oh man, me too. You know, I, I tried this and you know, this actually worked a lot better and yes, maybe do this next time. And it's like, you're just learning, you know, all the time. And one of the things that it actually really helps you to do is, it's a very informal setting and everybody's kind of on the same, you know, on the same level. So what really helped me, I think, going into my, into my career was you never act like you know everything because most people, frankly, they do. They go, hey, have you ever, have you ever, you know, someone will say, Hey, do you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, yeah, I know that. And then they, they're really afraid to say they don't know or that, yes. you know, they go, actually, I don't know that, you know, enlighten me. Um, so that's one thing that I've always, you know, been really, really open with people is they go, you know, what, uh, how about this? And you go, I don't really know that. You know, can you, can you tell me about that? Or, yeah. um, and that's something that is a, it's very rare actually, which is kind of strange, but I think part of it goes back to that whole, you know, having that peer group and bouncing things off one another and nobody's judging anybody or just going, yeah. you're just laugh, having laughs. Oh man, this client screamed at me last week because I did this and, <laughs> and that was really stupid. And, you know, everybody's just kind of having a good, good time over it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because, because again, you would think that humility like, I don't know this, right? That's really that comes from, I guess maybe, maybe because it's a sense of confidence that I have to have, have in myself that it's okay not to know something. And certainly we coach that. I don't know. I, I can go find out and, you know, or we can't do that. And, and, but, but, because the reality is, is that if you say you know something and you don't know it, 
someone can find out pretty fast, right? Like they, 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 then they, they, they're, they're, the, they're really knowledgeable about They're drilling you down on questions and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm flaming out. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, exactly. it's okay not to know stuff. And there's so much to know in this world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I struggle with, uh, with knowing how to work all this, uh, this uh, pod cam. Uh, uh, <laughs> stuff. You know, that, that's what I'm yeah. struggling with, Dave. But, but yeah. setbacks, like I know one of the things that, that, that so often is a, is a part of, of being an entrepreneur is dealing with with big setbacks, big challenges, you know, uh, failures. W- what about you, Dave? Are there? I, I know we've talked about your successes. What about some setbacks to share with our our young emerging leaders? Oh, sure. I mean, that's something that you know comes with the territory of you know doing something different and, and going out on your own and, and running a business. And you know. Um, I mentioned in that 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 first business, the enterprise software company, like we took a pretty big growth, um, you know, spurt from mm-hmm. half a dozen people to a hundred and you know twenty people. And um, the challenge with that business, it was a lot of like very large eggs in the basket. So we had clients paying us, you know, several million dollars a year, right? Um, but not that many of them, right? Because you can only have you know so many clients um, that are that large. And, you know, we hit some bumps in the road and, you know, we went through a, a, a period where, you know, we had to pare back our staff to, you know, a significantly lower number than that. Right. And yeah. then that was something that I had a, you know, had a, a, a hand in is actually sitting down with people and going, hey, you know, we have to, you know, kind of downsize. And um, it, I think that's never easy. But, you know, when you do get very early in your career, you know, in a student works experience where you actually have to hire and fire and you know, do those types of things and manage. I mean, it, it, it really does help you out in, um, you know, in your career. And this was, I mean, what I'm talking about, I was probably mm, 25 at the time when I was doing wow. this. Wow. So, you know, and it was people significantly older than me. Um, so definitely that's something that it's, it's never easy, but when you can get exposed to kind of like management leadership, you know, when you're literally in your you know teens or early twenties with with the student works type of scenario, I mean that's a really really good thing. Wow, and, and frankly as well, like I know I'm sure, um, you know, seeing it from you know a decade or a couple decades from then, it's 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 easier to see it with a lot more clarity. Where at the time, probably you felt like, hey, is the business at risk? We just lost these major oh, yeah. clients. Will we be able to see any? Like that's really quite traumatic frankly i'm sure lots of sleepless nights oh yes yeah absolutely it's it's not it's never easy but um you know one thing that's always a challenge in business and you know anybody who's running their own company and building a business will tell you is um it's really tough not to take things personally right yes. yeah um and it's it's something even today that i you know that i struggle with <laughs> you know me too. Me some, too. you lose a deal or a client says something that's you know totally out of line and you kind of get offended because you know it's it's your business and you know and you're you're you are personally invested into it, um, but you do you have to kind of you know take a breath, take a step back, and go okay, you know we're doing the right things here, so let's just continue on and you know kind of kind of get the job done. And not everybody's going to be on board, not everybody's going to get it, but yeah, you know, that's part of it. And again, part of that goes back to you're building. You know, you're kind of building up that thick skin when you're going around door to door. You know, yeah. people, the garage door needs to get painted in the spring and they slam, they slam the door in your face, right? 
but then you go, you know, to the next door, the next door, the next door, and someone says, "Hey, you know what? I've been thinking about this. You know, here you go, and you get a contract for you know five thousand dollars, and you're yeah, you know, makes it all worthwhile." Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, and 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 it's it's like you said, it's 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 uh, you know, I admit as well, David, that I'm very sensitive as well at times, and 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 at times it's like, okay, hey, I just roll through the punches and and totally get it, and at times it they really sting and they really hurt and. Uh, and again, it's great when um, I have I have I have friends and peers and that 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 support me. And and it's mm-hmm. some you know if if I'm feeling you know edgy, I've got people to talk to. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah. So so if you were you know uh, you know counseling or coaching a, a young emerging leader, sort of looking out into their future, what what sort of things would would maybe you point out or share to them uh, about about how to be looking at things? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the big things I would, I would recommend is, you know, um, you definitely have to, it's really tough to learn, you know, the types of things that you really, really need to succeed in business by reading a textbook, going yeah. to, you know, going to a lecture, right. um, you really have to get out there, do things, you know, get burned a couple of times, um, experience real challenges. Um, and I think the big thing that a lot of people don't realize when they, they want to, you know, let's say they, they have that drive to potentially start their own business or, or grow, their, grow a business, is that they don't realize how important sales is um, because people don't really want to be associated with sales a lot of times. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, sleazy used car salesman or something like that. But, you know, let's be honest, really the only number that matters in business, well, one of the numbers that matters a lot in business, obviously expenses matter, but, um, you know, the revenue, you got to have revenue coming in to, to build and to grow a business. And that's a hundred percent, you know, in the control of the salesperson. Um, and usually when you're growing and starting a business, you are the only salesperson when you're the, the founder. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's a, a key skill. And, um, you can't underestimate that enough and you need experience and you need to, you need to go out there. You can't just learn it by, you know, by reading or, or taking a class. You need to go out there and actually do it. Um, yeah. And I think the earlier in your career you can do that, the better. Yeah. No, well, we're certainly aligned on that. And I know as well that, that, uh, that people, people regularly don't understand. And I think one of the reasons, David, is because they do look at that used car salesman as, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, the best, you know, or, or salespeople. Well, really, no. The vice president their key role is sales a lot of times, you know, or vice president of certain divisions or, you know, executive VP business development. What's that? That's sales guy, you know, or CEO <laughs> yeah, salesperson, exactly. you know, so it's, 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 uh, you know, again, as you, you mentioned, Hey, in your roles, the founder of the businesses, your role was always sales, you know, the key, the key role that drove the business. And I, I think a lot of times people don't see that president key role. CEO. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, top top influencer. You know, so um, and then so one one final question is is you talked about you know obviously you know you graduated from business school you know you're 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 a bright guy but what have you done to keep learning to pers- for for personal development as you've gone on through the years? Well, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I continue. I continue to do that today. And- um, not only just in, you know, say like business or sales or, you know, on different interviews with different entrepreneurs, but a lot of different areas. So, you know, just kind of exposing myself to different things that, to, um, 
kind of open your mind up to different ideas, right? Yeah. So maybe it's, you know, a history podcast or maybe yeah. it's, you know, whatever. So that's just so, there's just so much, right? There's, they say there's more than 550,000 active podcasts out there. So there's just so much information <laughs> that's waiting, you know, <laughs> waiting for consumption. Um, but also it's just, you know, um, it's keeping a really, really good network, um, never being afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Um, coincidentally, you know, one of the things that, um, one of the things that happened, which was so funny, um, was when, when I was running that, that second business, um, uh, a fellow reached out to us and he says, Hey, I'm a sales coach and consultant. And, you know, me and my business partner were like, yeah, come on, we don't have to sell, right? Get out of here, buddy. Um, so this guy comes in, a guy by the name of Mark Cox, who <laughs> turns out is a, Former student works guy and, you know, speaking with him this afternoon, <laughs> friends with Chris. And immediately when this guy starts talking to us, I go, I can learn a lot from this guy, you know, and it's one of those things where admit, like always being open to learning and never trying to admit that, you know, everything yeah. because you're trying to like, you know, mm -hmm. protect your ego or something. Yeah. Immediately we were like, this guy is going to help us absolutely kill it. And we went, I think the one, the, the year that we met Mark, I think our new business was probably, you know, it was a recurring revenue type of business, but I think our new business that year was probably somewhere around five to 600,000. And the next year I think we did 1.8 million. So it was wow. like significant. Um, and just, you know, learning and, you know, asking questions and, you know, never being afraid to go, Hey Mark, like we hit this scenario. We have no idea what to do. Like, what would you do? What do you think? Right. Um, and having that coach and, you know, constantly looking for people as you kind of, you know, progress your, your career and progress your knowledge that are always going to help you, you know, take things to the next level is I think huge. And uh, Mark's a great guy and, you know, I, I continue to stay in touch with him today and actually, you know, uh, love what he does. And, um, you know, it's just so funny that he was a former student, <laughs> student works yeah. guy as well. <laughs> well, it's funny because I noticed you guys somehow, I saw maybe on LinkedIn that you guys were connected somehow. I go, oh my yeah. gosh, I, you know, that's fantastic. That's small, but, world. There's a lot of us running around out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's what's great as well is, is that, again, you know, you're quote unquote a sales guy. Like that's one of the real strengths you have, right? And then again, owning that, hey, I don't know it all in this area, although, hey, obviously you're super, supremely gifted, et cetera, but I, and I've seen what he's doing. I'm actually really excited to understand, hey, what, 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 what things could he go and help us with? And I know he'll yeah. be totally willing to, to do so. Um, you know, and that's one of the great things about our program is our programs continued um, at Student Works. We continue to improve it because we go and talk to great guys who are, and, 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 you know, great, guys and girls, great past operators who are, who are really doing well and, and take all the best learning in and sort of there yeah. are things that we can take in to improve our, our, our model. Yeah. And that's definitely one of the things that, you know, I, I thought was fantastic with the student works program is that you'd be sitting in the training and you'd have previous, you know, people that are now like my age and, you know, your age coming in and talking about their experience and, right. you know, sharing their knowledge. And I was like, Hey, wow, this is like fantastic. These guys are willing to come back and, you know, help out the, the kind of the new recruits and then that type yeah. of thing. And it kind of, you know, that's something I've taken away. And, you know, when I was taking some time off, I actually went and worked um, with a bunch of entrepreneurs at, you know, a, an accelerator to kind of help yes. their businesses and help yeah. them you know, in, in a similar type of way. So that's, it's important that, you know, you kind of continue to give back and, you know, help, 
you know, coach some of these, you know, up and coming entrepreneurs and yeah. uh, they appreciate it. And hopefully they keep the, the ball rolling once they, you know, take things to the next level. Well, fantastic. Well, David, I really appreciate your time this morning. Okay. Cause it's tough for Thanks, you to Chris. get to, to one of our training events from down South, uh, golfing <laughs> and hanging out and uh, having a great lifestyle. Cause that's what I heard from your buddies. That's why you're down there. So <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt that it's, you know, what, what is it now? It's, uh, you know, November 20th. And I think right now it's, you know, pushing 70. Outside. <laughs> That's too bad. Too bad, Dave. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty darn cold here. So, uh, <laughs> well, thanks for spending the time with us. And uh, obviously we'll stay in touch. And, and again, thanks for being a contribution to. All right. Thanks for having me, Chris. Okay. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hey leaders. We've got a ton more interviews like this one coming up in the next few weeks. So if you're listening, and you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to Leaders of Tomorrow. If you enjoy our content, please give us a share on your Facebook feed. Or better yet, tell your three most driven and entrepreneurial friends about this podcast so they can join us in discovering what set these powerful business leaders apart from the crowd at such a young age.